I'm dispenser of the pest, poking out at the cons, renaissance fest, watch animated shits with inflatable breasts, you might be a trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch, turn to the letter F in your dictionary, and add this... <laughs> In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... The Fanboy Planet Podcast. I'm Lon B.A. Baracus Lopez. To my left is Rick... Face man Brett Schneider. To my right, Mad Murdoch, Chris Garcia, and our host, the lovable Hannibal, Derek McCaw. Yay! Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyway, yes, this is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com. We are podcasting pseudo live from Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real Suite 105. I'm totally live. You're totally live, I know, but you know, I mean, they're hearing it at a time and delay. And loving it. And loving it, yes. Uh, we've also got an audience slash potential guest commentator tonight in the form of Stephen Nelson from BCTV, which would be Bacon Television, right? That's right. Yes, we met Stephen in his lovely and natty prisoner outfit. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, the Patrick McGoo and not actually that... Uh, Ball and chain. That Stephen is prisoner number one, four, three, five, six. <laughs> he did a nickel and chino. And that's where we met him. Mm-hmm. But uh, at any rate, it's good to have uh, Stephen here. If, if nothing else, he'll laugh at Garcia's jokes, and we appreciate that. So, uh, Lon's making some uh, technical adjustments on Chris right now. Hello, hello. That was very nice of you to tighten his beard. <laughs> and we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. You have to do that every 13,000 miles. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and a pigment change. So... We got a lot of time. Speaking about. of that, yes. Did you see the blue guy on the news? No. What the heck? He is looks up like with Papa that? Smurf. What he, happened to make him blue? Supposedly, this guy was taking a silver extract or something like that. It's an old school like cure all, and he was taking it in water form, whatever, to cure some kind of condition he had. And Sanity. Over the years, his skin, his pigment turned to blue. Purple, you know, blue. when it started to go a little blue, maybe he should have laid off. That's on my well, Am I becoming a Hindu god? <laughs> he says he Am didn't. Am I ascending? He so says he didn't notice. Yeah, because he was taking Viagra at the time as well. Everything looks blue maybe. then. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified that that is in fact a real news story being presented. On the that is in fact a real news story. You know what's terrifying me? I know perfectly well tonight you're going out to get some of that silver extract and trying to see if you can turn yourself blue. So. <laughs> the guy's a dead ringer for Papa Smurf. I swear to God. <laughs> that's awesome. Because he's got a big old white beard. Too. Uh, oh, 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 man. Well, that's uh, enough real world news. Let's go into fantasy world. <laughs> Which is weird when it all collides. Was there a, gu- a tall guy behind you going, I'll get you, Papa Smurf? Was there a cat meowing in the. No. Okay. No. no. What was that? I was trying desperately to make some sort of cultural reference to the Smurfs. Cultural reference. Wait, wait, wait. Can some like can we just go off tangent here for a second? Really, did I think we're on our fourth twi- fork. No, if we go off tangent, that would get us on Back track, on which we haven't been on yet. Could somebody? Okay, it's like the horses got out of the gate and immediately tripped and broke themselves. You can ask anything except for a Smurf question. I'm I was riding just the say zebra though, I, stripes. I wanted Smurf clarification. Now I remember. Now I'm thinking you would know because you're the Zorlac, right? I am the Zorlac. Wasn't it originally like kind of a weird French thing a long time ago, and then they Peo. bastardized yes, it? And Peo. then Peo? Peo is the name of the artist, the creator of the, of the Smurfs, yes. Okay, now... Is he Spanish? Uh... I you know I ran a piece a couple of years ago because the 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 country that he was, was that the UN in, thing or something the UN where they did the the bombing of the Smurf village that was awesome uh, and I can't remember which country it was, was that shown in France or Denmark he's Danish it's Danish it's Denmark okay but anyway so, so what was the, what's the original okay so did he create the gargamel right now there's that? there's someone no. at home yelling going, no I was gonna say Stephanie stop yelling Stephanie stop we cannot hear you. And you're on vacation now. I cannot hear you for two more weeks. No, but then, okay, so then did he create the whole concept, or was it a cartoon, or was Gargamel it... Gargamel and Azrael were created for the American television show. Okay, so it was just the Smurfs with, what was his name, Peo? Peo. Peo. 
Okay. And it was a huge, you know, it was one of those things like the troll dolls originally because ah. long before the animated series, you could go to like Hallmark stores, gift stores, and there'd be these little Smurfs like you have skateboard Smurf. And the idea was just that these little blue guys were just doing all these things so that normal people would. So they were kind of like a little, little kitschy thing first before yes. they were cartoons yes. and everything. Yes. Now, the Gargamel character, I forget in the storyline... Was he trying to kill them, or he was trying to find out their secrets? What was he I again, though? Was he didn't create them, though? No, he didn't create. Oh well, no, he did create Smurfette. Gargamel created Smurfette. Gargamel created Smurfette. And originally, so much. she was a brunette. Interesting. Uh, so uh, see, really, this is sort of like my Thundercats knowledge. What I really know about the Smurfs comes mm. from uh, extrapolating things from Robot Chicken. Ah. Three apples high, and that I uh, that I that I believe you know on Robot Chicken they established that Gargamel's goal was to eat the Smurfs. Was it? Yes. And so when they were killed, and when he, he finally gets when they him. were killed, <laughs> he goes, yeah, he goes, he slashes them up, takes one bite, dumps them all, and orders Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Would that be like snuffleism? Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's all. Can we also bust uh, Juno's um, uh, in nerd credibility? All right, by that uh, Thundercats are go line. It was it was very bothersome to Lon. We wow. saw Juno last week, and she said Thundercats are go, when really it's Thundercats. Ho, is it not? And it's or Thunder, 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 Thunder Birds, Birds are, are go. go. But maybe it was witty in between. I don't right. know. She combined the two. Well, yeah, you and know. Said, Thundercats I'm, I'm guessing that what's her, what's her name? Dakota North, the screenwriter? No, that's is. a private investigator. Fargo North Dakota? No, it's Colby Ty. Diablo no. Cody. Diablo Cody. Right. I knew Diablo it was with the Midwest. Diablo uh, uh, <laughs> Two, actually. It's, that's, she's not the first. So, uh, Derek, what's on the agenda for tonight? <laughs> You're not cutting a thing, are you? <laughs> Andrew Preston, fascinated by this one. No one else is. They're all just going get to a point, for God's sake. All right, we got lots. We got comics. We got movies. We got TV. Clearly. It says here a reflection of all things geek. Well, that's us. That we, was pretty geek. We are a reflection. Yes. Because you know what we are? We're nerdcore. Boo! <laughs> You're going to keep doing that. And, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's so much better than cuckoo. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get back to that Nerdcore reference. There was a great segue there. I said, screw it. We're going to go on to it. We'll do something else. We'll get back to Nerdcore. We fed you the line. The least you could do is reel it in. Okay. All right. Well, you know, that's... Uh, no, I'm going later in it because it's a gift recommendation. All right. Let's talk comics. Let's start with, with some comic stuff, which is that... Uh, I like comics. DC. Do you? Have you read, read any lately? Sure. What have you read? I read Rifle Brigade last night. Hey, hey that's uh, only six, seven years old. How, how'd, <laughs> how'd you, you like it? How'd you like it? And so far, it's I didn't finish. I fell asleep on it. It's been pretty good. I read Cat and Carrot. Ah, oh, so you and I can get upset about issue three. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you're going to uh, get upset about issue three. <laughs> so, oh, did they kill them all off? Let me just say that after last week making this impassioned defense about, wow, they totally fixed all the things I was upset about in the Teen Titans appearance, and blah, 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 it's so great to have the captain back. Mephisto shows up. Then they just <laughs> to talk to then they just, Captain yeah, Carrot. Then they just pooped in my mouth. And, oh. Uh, and they said they weren't going to do that. They, they, you're going to keep that? Oh, <laughs> Well, I said it politely. Oh, it, was just, it left that kind of a taste in my mouth. I Two was, guys, one comic. Right. Okay. So, uh, but you know, so we'll get there. So I'll hold off on that, Chris, until you read Captain Care number three. You'll enjoy the first half of it, and then the second half will just be like poop in your mouth. Exactly. See, not only you were horrified, now you've made it your own. I'm I just want to join you. I just want to join in. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other thing that ended last week, which we mentioned, was the was the Sinestro Corps War, but none of us had actually read it at the time. And I think now one of us has actually read it at the time. That would be you. That would be me. Mr. Goodson has as well, but he has not actually yet arrived from his uh, work. We'll hear the jingle bells coming just before him. Oh, dear. <laughs> Is he climbing down the chimney? <laughs> yeah, oh, good heavens. Um, picnic basket? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, no. Okay. Uh, the Brett Schneider's not going to like that, Garcia. Anyway, so, um, anyway, uh, so they announced at the end of, uh, they finished up the Sinestro Cold War, and then set up, I think very politely, two years from now, the big event that'll ca- that'll follow the final crisis. One more day. The Blackest Night, which is okay. You know, I mean, it's a title, One More Day. <laughs> You're telling me the that Joshua D- Tree. DC is already hinting at the next big crossover? Well, not hinting. They said exactly what's going to happen and how it's going to affect everybody. 
but I won't say. But it's called The Blackest Night. Which why, they, why won't you say? I don't care. All right, The Dead Will Walk. Because oh, no. What, what we learned from DC Debbie... DC Zombies? What we learned from Debbie Does Dallas is what makes it better? Zombies. zombies. Okay, so You're, there we go. By the time, in two years, the zombie thing's going to be so over and lame. And what's going to replace zombies? Monkeys. Alligators. Monkeys have had their time. They never go out of style. They never go out of... Emus. Ocelots. Emu. Emus. Emus. Rod Hall's going to have a, have a renaissance. I'm just saying... Really, DC zombies? They do mm-hmm. they just look at the marketplace and go? But excuse These me, zombie books are doing me, great. But that's good, but those will be the Black Lanterns. So if you've been reading the Green Lantern, wait, wait, wait. How do Black Lanterns give light then? They take black it away. Light. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a black light. So like, so well, you there's, there's, the the lint lint <laughs> yeah. there's this weird Marvel Captain Marvel poster. It's so great. Um, I had that. It was awesome. Uh, I had the Doctor Strange. Oh, movie. that one was great. Yeah. Dude, the Silver Surfer one. Trippy, that's the one I coveted. Man. Dude. <laughs> Anna must have had one, too. I the odd know. thing is I didn't have a black light. But, you know, I just like looking at the poster. But, Nerd. Uh, yes, but if you've been following the Green Lantern, what they've established in the Sinestrical War is there was, there was yellow. The Xamarons, the ones that were responsible for Star Sapphire, their uh, their rings are purple and they're fabulous. And they're creating an indigo, a blue, a red, and there'll be a white lantern as well. And then they kind of set in two years the black lantern. So wait a minute, appear, the, the lanterns are turning into Power purple. Rangers. So the rainbow lanterns aren't those all the original IMAC colors? That's what I was thinking. Hmm. IMAC or OMAC? So Steve Jobs <laughs> bought out DC. Oh my god! From the standpoint of the storyline now, so we know. Two years from now. Now, who knows this? Do the characters know it in this in the no. story? Okay, so there's not going to be two years of hand wringing about what's no, coming. No, they're not. They just know something bad it's is coming because of the people. Ganthet okay. tells the four Earth lanterns because now because Kyle is no longer Ion. Now Ion is inhabiting a Daxamite. So he's got the power of the of the, of the okay, Ion so as well the as the super line. strength of yeah. That's the new Ion, and uh, so he tells the four core lanterns that. Uh, that that the last chapter, the last prophecy in the Book of Oa is about the Blackest Night, but no one has read it. No one knows what it means. I just have a little trouble with the little blue guys. You're supposed to be like hyper science guys. That the got ones created by they've got a book of prof. There is no Papa Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> However, there is no. <laughs> there is a guardianette. <laughs> But Aresia, call me. They have uh, a prophecy. <laughs> they've, 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 they're, they're all science and mental force. Well, you know, I've had this guy. problem with the whole Guardian thing. Jeff Johns and Judd Winnick both started this problem for me, which is that you've got Ganthet, who is the wisest of the landers in, right. in core... In story after story, pulls their fat out of the Ganthet fire. says, don't do this. All the Guardians say... Well, you're wrong, old man. We know better because we are a groupthink. They are proven wrong. Gantha pulls, not only did Gantha pull their fat out of the fire, all the other guardians at one point were dead. Gantha gave the ring to Kyle, and then Kyle and Gantha teamed up and managed to bring the guardians back to life. So the guy that actually is responsible for all their, all their life. They, the, well, what has he done for them lately? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it was fine until that last album tanked. No one liked it. The sales were bad. And uh, he's Jamie Lynn Spears' father, baby's father. So, um, or I guess she didn't review. That would be a surprise. baby daddy. Uh, so yeah, so we've got that. We got to look forward to two years from now. And just like, in the meantime, we've got the final crisis. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see. Look forward to dread. Look I, forward. Wait, wait, wait. I just, dread. I just once again, I feel crossovered out. But wait, wait, I feel evented out. Stop right there. Okay, I'm stopping. Two years from now, is that was that announced in the book? Yes. So it's coming 2009. The Blackest Night. No, no, no. But I mean, so the publisher announced it's not announced in the storyline, right? That's well, but it gives it explains it does the setup. It does but does the, the storyline? No, characters don't know it. <coughs> other than Ganthet says. But does the storyline say in two years from today there will be a darkest night? It is in a panel on a page with artwork. It's does that ad. count as being in the story? No, it's not. But did it actually say two years? Because here's my problem. It says 2009. But it, doesn't, it doesn't go to any character in the story, right? It shows a hand coming out of the ground. <laughs> but there's no character observation in this. What I mean is, is it in the context there's of the story? Worry. There's one, but I can't say it because it would spoil the ending of the Sinestro okay, Cold War. Okay, okay, okay. But here's my only problem. My only question, the reason I bring that up is, 
So it's not announced in the story because in comics, time is never really a factor. So I'm oh, I, I see what you're saying. No, no, no. They're not. The publisher has the, announced yeah, in two years. It's not. Right, right, right. Okay, right, so right. that's why I wanted to make sure it was not them, them walking towards the table in, two in years. an old navy sweatshirt. It's oh, the hot healing hands of Michael Goodson are going down my shoulder, aren't they? <laughs> oh, rats. No, he's <laughs> <laughs> that was just a hot healing finger. Okay. He's smoking. Well, well, two of them are thumbs. Lucky me. All right, so there's that. This week, also spinning out of uh, World War Hulk. We know that that ended with the Hulk disappearing. We still do not know the explanation for the Red Hulk, which is a shame because Christmas is coming. It would be nice to have the red and green together. But we do have the incredible Herc. Hercules and Amadeus Cho. What was Herc's moniker before? Was he the Prince Mighty of Power? Hercules, Prince of Power. Was it Mighty Hercules? Uh, yeah, they've gone with Mighty Hercules, the Prince of Power... The Prince of Power was uh, when he was in the future. The miniseries. They said they set him in the... Well, I mean, not... He had outlived everybody. It was set in the future. Uh-huh. I liked it when he was saying, I will give you the gift. Yes. For, you know, yes. I'm going to pound you. <laughs> yes. And he's kind of bringing some of that back, and there's sort of the Ares, uh, you know, So now he's acquired on. a new title, the Incredible Hulk. Kirk. Yes. Wow. And he and Amadeus Cho are on the run. But they're keeping the numbering from the Hulk. Yes. So yes. it's kind of a tied. So it's over. still the Hulk. Uh, essentially, but they're changing the title to Hurt. Yeah. So if you so have a subscription to the Incredible Hulk, now you get the Incredible Hurt. Right. Word. You okay with that? Right. Yeah. Is there so any- it was a good read. I actually, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was fun. Although the way that Ares is portrayed there seems very different from what I've been reading in the Mighty Avengers, but. You know, I don't know. I noticed something else. Speaking, we I threatened a tangent. I realized something's going on in the Mighty Avengers that hasn't happened in comics for a long time. Thought balloons. Oh, really? Brian Michael Bendis has taken out his usually, you know, the dash, the mammoth-esque rhythm, and now instead of being people sort of speaking under their breath that in was, parentheses... That was, that was the whole hype of the Mighty Avengers. Well, they bringing the thought, thought yeah, balloons. Yeah. That, that was the whole... I thought it was Frank Cho draws women with no, big no, no, boobs. No, no, but there was a big, like... Like you know, they had written about it in the press. Like this is this that's an old story. Like Bend, it was like Bendis brings back thought balloons. Where were you? Uh, I thought we even talked about it. Check an old podcast because I, I don't have time to do that. Okay, okay. I'm just. I think we've covered Steve? that. Steve, do you remember that? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. No. In our podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stephen listens. Interesting. He's one of our dedicated listeners. Well, guess what? I was there. Stephen, by the way, <laughs> is officially a prize winner. Mm-hmm. He won our Hatter M uh, Looking Glass Wars contest. So uh, that's why he came down here to get his prize. He forgot to tell me, and I didn't bring it. I was. Uh, <laughs> I just came down here. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm trying to make it all somehow. Spin. Just so it's your fault. fault. So it's your fault. You don't have your gift. Just uh, to let prize. the fans know, I was a former prize winner. That's right. Lon Lopez was a former right. prize winner. And he I worked was. my way up to podcastier. Yes. you. Yeah. Uh, so you, too, can strive. Before I had ever met you, you won the uh, Incredibles, Incredibles video game. Video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I tell you a little secret? You sold it. I, I played it. it for like, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple days and it sucked. And I put it on eBay and I sold it for 20 bucks. You hurt me. <laughs> but, uh, I did play it, though. Uh, I, play I it. played it as well. and uh, I thought it sucked. Yeah, well, okay. You bought it on eBay for 20 bucks. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Because uh, Goodson reviewed the PC version and I don't know how much he sold it for, but I know he did. <laughs> so, you know, it's you guys. Not as good as the movie. The movie I would not have sold back. Who know. I like movies. All right, good. Uh, so we were talking about the Incredible Hulk, and Warbound came out as commentary. well. And Warbound was not as strong a book as uh, Incredible Hulk, but still kind of interesting. Except as you were saying earlier, you hate when a bunch of B and they're not even B list. They characters. were invented B list characters. They were B list characters we only saw for the first time in in Holt magazine. Right. I, so can we call that C list? Yeah. Plus, again, the there's that problem that I still have, even as much as I was enjoying the read, the Brood. Who actually saves the life of another character yeah. that she's just met? And I, I'm like, you're brood. I don't care if you're warbound. You're the brood. You're a, you're part of a genocidal race. It's built into your instincts. So, I have that problem. But we also got a little viewer mail this week. Viewer mail. Viewer Listener mail. mail. Letters. We get, get your letters. letters. We get, get letters. your letters all the time. 
We got a letter, an email, actually, from, from regular writer, regular email writer. See, Stephen, it's usually this loose and crappy until I spend four hours on a Sunday evening cutting a lot of fat out. Understood completely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Rob Cordaway wrote in and asked, who is this Ray Palmer that everyone is searching for? Didn't he kill Laura? No, rap no. plastic. We've she's dead. <laughs> We've been uh, recently revisiting that as well, though. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, but uh, you know, the I realize that a lot of the countdown uh, stuff has been revolving around this search for Ray Palmer, and I don't know. I mean, I take it for granted that there's a reference that I know who somebody is because I know who somebody is. They've been reading comics for good lord thirty nine years. Um, Let's run it up to 50. That's not. I'm not even 50 years old. Sure. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Let's put it in troll years. Uh, so, anyway, for a long time, uh, and I remember when the Adam was a pop... No, he was never a popular character. But I do remember when he had a sword. So, uh... <laughs> sword of the Adam. Sword of the Adam. They, they, they thought long and hard about they that. They stole title. that whole storyline from Hulk. That's right, they did, yeah, yeah. the Jarella thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, they're just ripping each other off back yeah. and forth. You know it, you know it. But the uh, but, uh, question I would give out was, like, we'll say Lon's been in and out of comics for years now. If I say He's been in and out of me, too. <laughs> Ray... Nice try, didn't you end up, big guy? <laughs> that was just bizarre. Goodson could have pulled that off. Nice yeah, though. I just wanted to you hold You go for sexual, you get no. diuretic. <laughs> <laughs> We're descending, people. I'm not even sure what it means anymore. Uh, but if I said Ray Palmer, you would say, which superhero was that? The Atom. Okay, because we said it. Uh, but no, because I read Identity Crisis, and I've been a Justice League follower for many sure, years. Sure, so if you were somebody who's been involved for a long time, you'd know that. But I'm thinking again, Identity Crisis was how many years ago? Three. Three? Yeah, three years ago. Three years. years ago. So if you were somebody who was coming into comics, because there's a lot of hype out there. I mean, Entertainment Weekly is running things. New York Times just listed, uh, I think, uh, Justice. actually this this month's Justice League of America number 14 is like the top comic of the year something uh, for some strange reason. And, you know, there's a lot of mainstream coverage that wasn't before. So people are wandering in, hopefully, and picking up. Books and you know if you build something around such an arcane you know character that's been gone for three years. Actually, I was going back. I, I was flashing on the fact that I don't know where are we going anywhere with this. No, I don't know, maybe. Uh, the, the, uh, Trying to answer the question for Rob Cordaway. You no, know. the the idea that uh, you go back to Identity Crisis, right, mm-hmm. which was a very stark story, mm-hmm. and in fact, I was thinking that it's probably the closest that mainstream DC has come to a story that parallels something like The Watchmen. You know, where mm-hmm. you actually had a, a, a storyline that Watchmen. shook things up with, but had main, <laughs> that had main characters. Just, just Watchmen. Just Watchmen. Pardon <laughs> me. <laughs> yes. No articles. The Watchmen's. <laughs> Watchmen. Actually, that's Me's a sitcom the Watchmen. version of The Watchmen's. It's going to be great. Yeah. Did you see the Simpsons episode with Alan Moore? Yes. And, no. And, uh, yeah, he guessed it. And uh, Milhouse handed him a DVD of... The Watchmen babies in V for Vacation. <laughs> I hate what they've done to my characters. You know? nice. Oh my god! That's and then Art Spiegelman lot. put on a mouse mask yes. and is fighting crime as mouse. I thought, wow, way to totally spit on your Pulitzer, man. But anyway, go ahead. We need to get back into yeah, it. Yeah, your point was, it was stark, it was like it Watchmen. Was, well, I, mean, I couldn't tie it really back into Ray Palmer other than the fact that it didn't really feel like something that was a jumping off point for that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the point? I mean, okay, so his wife is gone, so now he disappears. I guess that. I guess that's the whole whole. It, of it. it wasn't of that his wife, wife was gone. Well, is that his wife was insane in the killer? And right, right. Oops, but, sorry, three-year-old spoiler. Out but, of his life. But he was like falling back in love with her, and then to find out that she yeah, was the one the that killed all their panels. good friends. But I mean, no, he was. He, weren't they like hooking up again, like in issue sure two were. or three? Sure I mean, those egg rolls. Uh, yeah, and she and so yeah, in, in uh, they were about to hook up again, and then she said something where he realized that she knew she evidence. 
as she had to be. Yeah. And out of grief, he shrunk down into a subatomic size, and suddenly, you know, it's like Later. This, it's like the multiversal um, messiah, and no one knows why. It's an, you know there hasn't been an adequate explanation for that yet. But once again, I'm feeling like things are too. It's it's too closed off, as we see on the flip side, where they're creating new characters and killing them off like crazy. Right before you know, we we lament the jokester. Arena is fun, but Arena is introducing these versions of characters. The Nazi Ray, that's like actually not that I'm in for Nazism, but it's a cool. Like I want to see more of that Earth, and yet they're not right showing that or explaining that because the Freedom Fighters were from an Earth where the Nazis won. So I'm not figuring out if that's supposed to be the same character or you, you know. It's supposed to be the, what happened with quality if that's Earth X. I don't know, but you know things are just flying by too fast. Yeah, and it's ironic because you, I mean, you just pointed out a couple of characters that DC came up with that were intriguing, interesting. You want to see more books, books about them, right? Yes. And then we get the uh, Warbound. There, where we were kind of like, oh, we'll put up with these characters until the Hulk thing's over, and now we've got. Well, now to them. be fair. In Warbound, you got the Stone Man from Saturn that would appear in Thor's first. Sto- okay, I'm, I'm really reaching, Yawn. but yeah, yes, okay. <laughs> Bored now, I know, Rick. I know, yes. I've heard it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I dozed off. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> there we go. An ex- but an exciting thing that happened that we all missed was Wolverine killed Sabretooth. Finally. Well, yeah, okay. So it was not necessarily exciting as now Sabretooth in the WWE, Chris. Uh, yes. Okay. Which is weird how Wolverine crossed over into reality. Why was no one's reporting on that story? You obviously don't read False Count anywhere. Uh, no, <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> I, I changed the spelling. I changed the punctuation so that it's readable. Uh, and then, no, no, I don't actually. Good call. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I know it's a good call. Especially when you start talking about, you know, like your bathroom habits in there that I, I tune out. So, so wait a minute. Wolverine killed Sabretooth. Where did this happen? Wolverine number 55. And when did that come out? A couple months ago. How come none of us heard about it in anything? Because I'm about three years behind. No, but like... Well, that's a good explanation. I I check in on Newsarama every, you know, a couple days or once a week. Mm -hmm. Nothing on that, you know. I never... Not much of the export. Not only did he kill him, he he beheaded him. Yeah. Because the way you can get rid of the healing factor, if you learn from watching Heroes. Or Highlander. Sure, sure. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Point out that heroes is der- okay. You know, we'll point that out. <laughs> point out that heroes is derivative. derivative. Shocking. <laughs> well, you know, uh, <clears throat> shocking like Kristen Bell's character on Heroes. Ooh. Ooh. Wow! How did that? Good luck editing Fox? this. Because <laughs> pops are fun to be. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You'd think something like that would be a big deal, but or has Sabretooth just kind of faded from? Has America's youth, and by America's youth, reading comic books, I mean actually the. 40 to 45 year old men that we actually all are, except for you, Lon, but you don't read comics. Uh, you know, and, and nor does the troll here, but, and I know you're not 40 yet. Well, uh, to be, all, be honest about it, in comics today, even if a character gets beheaded, I'm not sure he's dead. Well, but there is an alternate saber tooth running around in Exiles who's sort of more heroic, so you could just sort of. Bring him over, ease him in, and say that Sabretooth. Because the the heroic Sabretooth, when he was like under control, and yeah, he was actually fairly popular then. But he yes, wasn't, you couldn't continue that storyline because he was just unredeemable for all right. the things he had done before. Right. So yeah. So then you can kill off the one that's been unredeemable, and then you can bring in an alternate universe version who is redeemable. And it was currently anchoring a team of not even. Okay, Marv, we just wrote your storyline for you. There you go. Merry Christmas. They were there first. Yeah. I know they were there. Well, it's weird <coughs> that the only place I actually saw it reported for certain that I can remember was on movie boards that were reporting about the Wolverine movie. X Men Origins Wolverine? Yes. Ah. There are a couple colons in there, right? Yes, there are. I think there's at least two. Gene and Colon. a dash. Ooh, a dash. Mm. It just got awkward. <laughs> anyway, uh, so well, either way, I was sad to see him go. Creed, this is for you. <laughs> With eyes wide open. <laughs> I was about to say, I took your joke, didn't I? <laughs> is that the sound of a beer being dropped? Under the- <laughs> <laughs> this was for my healing homies. Uh, let's move to movies and get and get Lon back in here because Lon. Well, I mean, to get you interested. Which Lon's is driving this thing, by the way. 
Well, Bob's behind the wheel of this out of control truck. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that brought up the blue man, you know, in the first place. And has that blue man joined the group? So, uh, G.I. Joe casting news. Guys, we've never heard of. But. <laughs> Somebody just fart? Or was no, it? no, no. Oh, that was an exasperation. G.I. Joe casting news. Yeah. Um. Some Korean guy and some redhead got cast today. So. That's Scarlet? No. Yeah, we didn't have a Scarlet before, right? We needed a Scarlet. No, a Scarlet announced. Supposedly some chick from Alias, I think. Uh, oh, and then okay. a Korean megastar who's like a big... It's like their big like film star over there. Okay. And I guess apparently he's a singing artist, too. Oh, so great. Was he, is he probably s- like their version of Oscar De La Hoya. Is he... S- maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I was so hoping you were going to say Oscar De La Renta. No. <laughs> But anyways, he was cast as uh, Storm Shadow. So, um, you know, looks like the movie's kind of shaping up. Doesn't look like they've cast a Duke yet, so... Do you have a shipwreck? I've still been hearing Mark Wahlberg's name bandied about. I've heard rumors. Oh, the other rumor... Rumor. Which Mm -hmm. is totally... We like rumors. Unfounded. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Was that Marlon Wayans was offered the role of heavy duty. Hmm. However, on the website I read it on... They showed a picture of Roadblock, which makes more sense because Roadblock is the the actual you know GI Joe. He's the token black guy and the, the you know the current roster or whatever you know. So can we say that? Is that okay? Anyway, well, it's true. It's to some true. Extent, I suppose, yeah. But so, but the thing is, so they're they're saying they offer him the role of heavy duty, which is heavy duty an actual Joe? Heavy duty was like a later, like mm-hmm. he came later on in the series where Roadblock was more in the cartoons the original you know okay uh, so you need your continuity i would just say yeah Yeah. i would say if they were gonna put a uh let's okay if they're gonna put a black guy in a gi joe movie it better be stalker or roadblock yeah heavy duty was not a very crucial character to those storylines so utterly important questions yes the fridge and sarge uh, I don't know but it'd be awesome if they put the sarge in there if they put the sarge fridge probably not (sighs) Was there a was there a Joe named Wide Load? Mm, there might have been Soft Shoulders. Was there one named Yield? No. Soft okay. Shoulders. Uh, hey, one of the drivers. <laughs> one of the drivers might have been Wide Loader. Member of Cobra. <laughs> soft Shoulders. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, uh, but I'm, they, I'm looking forward to it. And Goodson needs to. Oh, I just. Oh, Goodson's coming in. Goodson's coming in. Ah, wait, what? How am I getting pummeled? That was a tag team. No, man. Michael Goodson came back in. Howdy, gents. How are you? He tagged in. He tagged in. I want to. I so, wanna, are we talking about finally seeing Enchanted? Wasn't it magical? It there? was. It was so great. We're holding hands. What? Uh, we're close enough. But no, we're I want to talk about two topics, two movie topics involving you. All right. Which is your enthusiasm. You're in two different movies? Awesome. Did you do a screech like porno? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Not this year, yeah. no. <laughs> Sequel. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, no. Uh, then of course you you are. We are all jazzed up now with all the Dark Knight stuff that has happened and leaked onto the web in mm-hmm. the last week. We saw some people. Uh, there are six minutes in the i in the IMAX version of I Am Legend showing allegedly the first six minutes of the Dark Knight. Um, before that, before that, as well as a trailer, there's a trailer in the standard production of yes, and, and, and it's shown in both versions. And then, uh, but the six minutes was sort of, I guess you'd say, pirated, leaked onto YouTube. It's getting pulled left in it every time somebody posts it. I haven't actually seen it because it's been pulled so often, <coughs> as they used to say about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but Lon saw it, right? You, I saw the bootleg online, <coughs> and it was sexy. And by sexy, you mean... Awesome. Mm-hmm. Not actually that you want to bear Heath Ledger's children. No, there was no nudity or actual sexuality. It just was sexy. Mm-hmm. It was it was the sequel you were hoping for so far? It, in that six minutes, it was so, like... Uh, what's the word? Um, dramatic, exciting. Arousing. Arousing in a nerdy way. Mm. But it arousing in the sense that it made me uh, can't wait to see the movie now. It, you know what I mean? That's my, that's my problem now, is that I am so whipped up into a frenzy about this movie, and I know that I have to wait a while still. It's just like, come When's on. When's it coming out? When's it? Is it May. 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 No, July. Iron Man's May. Yeah. Right. 
Thanks, <laughs> Buzzkill. <coughs> but I'm just, I'm just like, okay, you've sold me. I've seen all the posters. I've seen most of the trailers. I haven't seen the six minutes. But I'm ready. I'm there. Let's do it, people. Let's rock. Come on. Who are we selling this to? What I like, what, what it really... <laughs> Who's not ready? Who's the, on the fence about where this? Where are the fans? I, I don't know. I don't know if there are people out there that are going... Who's thinking people, of skipping it? Are there people right now going... Is there a Batman suit yeah. coming? You know, <laughs> that's I, the one I thing know. I was gonna say is like the, they have not want yet mentioned Batman. They've just said the Dark Knight, and that's very strange for a company to promote a, a movie from one of their franchises. The trailer begins with the Warner with, Brothers symbol, <laughs> not the Bat symbol. Uh, once you get past that, no, it begins with the with Batman on the, the on roof. Yeah, standing on a roof. Sure. But I'm sure there's and some idiots out goes, there. <laughs> I'm sure. There's another Punisher movie coming? <laughs> no. Who's that hawk man? <laughs> Are those ears like a fox? You know there's... there's Christian Bale, he's They're a fox. making a wildcat movie. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm just okay, saying. We're, I, how's I, he going to get down? I've got to <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so, you know, I, I don't know. I figure people but I think that's cool that they're just calling it the Dark Knight. I think that's and great. not Batman the Dark Knight. All right, totally, completely unrelated. Well, technically, I don't want the Dark Knight Returns to be the third film. I don't either. No, the Dark Knight. There returns. needs to be like a ten-year gap before the Dark Knight <laughs> returns. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Adam West can play him, and then it's going to be great. Because if they rush that and they just go the next movie's Dark Knight Returns, I'm going to be like, oh. No. Okay, oh, now let me throw something totally else on top of that. Returns. I don't think they'd do that. I don't think they would do that. Okay, let me throw something mm-hmm. on top of that. Now, I know we're all excited about the Joker and everything. He looks mm-hmm. great. Um, but don't you think it's cooler when the second Batman movie deals with Two-Face? Or wouldn't that wouldn't that have been a cool coincidence? Uh, he will be there. No, I know, but he's not no, apparently No, what happened when the Wizard World, when they showed footage, there was a shot of Aaron Eckhart No, I've, I've read the rumors, Two-Face. but I hear oh. it's not till the very end, because <coughs> they're setting up for Two-Face in Part 3. Which is the problem, which was what they had clearly set up in the first in the Tim Burton Batman film. Why you had uh, Billy Dee Williams was because he was going... He, because it works every time. He was planning on being Two-Face in the second movie. Mm-hmm. And he was told that that's what was going to happen. And they said, no, Two-Face. you are, yeah. again... Backstabbed Lando. Lando oh. <laughs> Irony, Lando. Now he fights with a rebel. Stabbed in the back, yes. Yeah. Um, How you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> but what I liked about the six minutes was all daylight... Which is kind of weird, you know, I just think sure. that, that it's like, oh, good, the Joker's operating by day, so there's a challenge there. And uh, that they did the thing that the Spider-Man movies don't really do well for me, which is the sense that time has passed, Batman has been fighting crime, and people have an opinion about that. Mm-hmm. You know, that we're not just, like, I feel in the Spider-Man movies, to some extent, that when you focus on a movie, that's the first time a supervillain appears. And in between, say, the two years between Spider-Man movies, he's never had a supervillain to fight. Sure. Yeah. Because of the way people react. What are you Because you don't want to have missed those adventures. Right. You know, but in this, there's that sense of, you know, maybe he's taken down, maybe he's... he's You're talking about the trailer, not the six minutes. No, I'm talking about the six minutes, because they're talking about it. People are talking about their reactions to Batman. Who's this Joker? The Joker. In the first six minutes? Yeah. And clearly the Joker's been around for a while. As well, and they're trying to track him down. I didn't catch that part. Well, I thought they were just talking about the heist and the Joker. They actually rep- bring up Batman? to the Batman, yeah. I didn't, re- I yeah. didn't catch that. So, I don't remember yeah. it. And then the trailer does echo that as well. But really, I, I but really the, in the movies, all we care about are the fights with metahumans and super wackos. Right. We're, we assume that all the fighting he did was mostly against crime lords <laughs> and <coughs> muggers and thieves, right? Yeah. Which I'm fine with that, too, but it's just the idea that, you know, we've missed time. I like that. You know, no, I, I like I, it too. I, I want fine. to know that he's existing. Can I? Uh, I want to mention my favorite part of the trailer, okay. which is when he's he's standing there with a the bazooka, and he shoots the bazooka, and you look at him, and he's like he's like reacting to the fact that the bazooka kicks back. Yeah. And he like he's like got this weird little look on his face, like well, I didn't really yeah. There's a, there's that. a nice uh, there's reality. A nice, there's that. a real Joker feel to that too. It's just, <laughs> yeah, he just that. doesn't you know throw it aside and laugh. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like that thing. Well, that reminds what me. Is it, what's in his pockets? Just knives, knives and lint. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's kind of the, the Joker we all know. Is kind of like the tough, 
kind of, you know, bravado, but then when he actually gets punched, he's like, ow, I can't believe you punched me, you know, so yeah. so he's kind of a sissy in a weird way, you know. I'm ready, let's do it, okay, I like it. I know, you're very excited. <laughs> Come on. I, I know, I'm, I'm sorry, so. Someone build me a time machine. <laughs> I can't. Are you okay, do you have cancer? What's I, up here? No, I've just, I've just got a cold. <laughs> I was fine until you sat down, it's like, apparently. It's your dander. You, you were fine when I saw you last night. Oh, thank you. No, I was confident in the movie. All right. Which is what the review. The one thing you did get to see that you were looking forward to, Sweeney Todd. Yes, I, I did attend the tale of Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. But that line's been cut out of the film, oh, so. Sorry. No, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's cut out of the film? Well, the Ballad of Sweeney Todd, yeah, they cut they cut it out. Oh, man. <laughs> Still an enjoyable film. All yeah. the songs that you uh, totally works. need to see are Totally there. works. Totally. Okay. Because really, I mean, the thing is, why why tell the tale in the song if you're going to just tell the tale? Treats it as a slasher, almost a, sla- a revenge picture yeah. first, but everybody sings their parts. And uh, and uh, you know, two theater queers like ourselves, we <laughs> we held it up to a pretty high regard. As to, did a couple of theater absolutely. Ones in the yard, I'll, we, I'll give you my like my sensitivity sensitivity on these issues. Uh, rent. They changed the line where she's talking about the electrician. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, I'll leave. She goes, wait, he's three hours late. In the play, it's she's three hours late. But they changed it for the movie. So, so you have a higher standard than I was okay, very upset well, about that. You're not going to like this. Oh, wow. I'm you know, this part well, uh, Rick is... Surprisingly, a bigger theater queer than we are. Yeah. Are we discussing Rent on the Fanboy Planet podcast? <laughs> no, no, this part's going to get cut out. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Damn it, I like it when he tells us that beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said much racier things in response to you. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, the changes, though, they don't change dialogue. They just take songs out, okay. which work on stage but don't work on... A work on film. Oh, it, it's an okay. oversimplification of the tale of Sweetie Todd, but the what's left there very much. They still works. make pies, though, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, fruit pies. Now, <laughs> has anybody tallied up yet what collaboration number this is with uh, Depp and uh, Burton? Six. You're, that's just off the top of your head. Did anybody really tallied six, it? Six, but anybody? We that's as line? much as I care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a lot. A lot, uh, okay. You know, and with Helena Bonham Carter as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought this is a movie where Depp. Brought well, he's that. married to that broad, so <laughs> I don't he's got to give married. her work. I don't think they actually married. No, okay. I don't think he believes in that. But uh, I mean, I'm sure he believes it exists. Sure. No, no, it's fine. I wasn't going to call you. Go ahead. Right. Okay. But uh, I do. Uh, I thought that this was. He brought up a lot of you know the tricks that Tim Burton usually does are all there, and not distracting. They're telling the story. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he likes to use the. Fast camera through miniatures, yeah, mm-hmm. and it actually uses you know he uses that to actually it's moving the action along. Flesh out know. London without actually yeah, without actually a lot spending a lot of time. You go you know stop see boom boom and you're going because mm-hmm. it's where Sweeney Todd's mind is. He's rushing and it actually serves the plot, serves the character in a way that those tricks and fascinations he's had never have really had before. Tim, so, the fellow reviewer that sat next to us, had an interesting Ted, Ted, Ted Coppolis. I, I like to call him Tim. Tim uh, okay, a, did bring that. up an interesting point that the. That the young couple I really didn't care about, and I, that's probably more a fault with the play itself because you know they're. You, I came for Sweeney, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. And they're, they're I don't really like, care about their love. It's nice. They're MacGuffins. They, they really are MacGuffins in, the, in that. They just dry. They're mm-hmm. again. They exist just they're so just that Sweeney there to, can yeah. make his plot go. So, but it's good. But I again, not a fault of the play. I mean, the, the only low moment I thought was their moment, which needed to be there in order to resolve <laughs> their story. So that's again a fault of the play, not a fault of the mm-hmm. director. But it was it was you know Sasha Cohen, everyone liked Sasha Baron Cohen of, was great. A lot, lot of giggles. Mm-hmm. Five. And, uh, and Garcia weighs in with its five. Ed Wood, Ed Scissorhands, the uh, and Chocolate Factory, Sleepy Hollow, Sweeney Todd, and then he the listed Corpse them. Bride. Corpse gotcha. Bride six. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Six. Ah! First time. You said six first. You're sitting with his Now, and now, I, uh, even when down. I win, I lose. <laughs> You've been Garcia. That's what it's like to be with Garcia. Oh, my gosh. You want to be Sanchez? No. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I know. Not a great answer, though. Uh, <laughs> I've had this conversation with you before. It's not a dirty one. I just draw a little mustache. Uh, too many times. <laughs> Uh, Lon, well, would you like to weigh in on uh, another movie we saw last week? Uh, Walk hard. Wait, I'm gonna tag out. Oh. 
Wow, that was a hot tag. <laughs> yeah. I'm in like a house of fire. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, we saw Walk Hard. We don't Walk wanna Hard. We don't want to give any so- too many spoilers away because Rick himself really we'll wants to see this We'll be editing this, this after mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah, right, we'll be sending Rick. Uh, funny in parts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Flat in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't tell what type of move, what type of comedy it would like to be, whether it's going to be a brainless kind of parody or kind of a sly, witty kind of satire on the whole biography genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, the best thing about it is the music. The music is top notch. I guess I'm going to be making, and maybe you 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 won't take this bet. Maybe you'll agree with me, Chris, that because you wanted to tout the soundtrack, you've heard it, yeah. you've enjoyed it. I, I believe that there'll be an Oscar nomination for oh, "What a Beautiful Ride." Ooh, it's the sappy kind of number that and sincere that the Academy totally goes for. Even though in context it's completely a joke, I would knowing how the Academy goes for best original song. Mm-hmm. None of them are really getting radio play, with the exception of "Walk Hard." If of anything off of the soundtrack album, I would think that uh, "Blame Canada" didn't get radio play. That got no, nominated. It did get nominated, but I would say of, of anything on the album, there are, there are two possibilities. Uh huh. One is what when, I considered when Prince won the, 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 that Purple Rain. Nobody had heard yeah. that. We can get into the chocolatey goodness. Uh, I like chocolate. No, not yet. Um, we'll but I might have to tag but, uh, out myself. Let me say this. Wait, is there sausages? No, it's what's uh, that over there? Ribs. ribs. <laughs> okay, well, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Okay. Then. Faster, so, faster, um, faster, either faster. the Royal faster. Jelly song. Faster. You know, um, that's <laughs> not helping. Yes. If you wouldn't say that so much, you'd still be married. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's staying in. (laughs) (laughs) But no. That goes with the outtakes. Either the Royal Jelly song or the... uh, the (laughs) Have you heard the news? Dewey Cox died. I think one of those two... And I mean, I think it's... I think personally... It will be a CMA nominee next year for Best Country Album. No. Because I... Honestly, the best Roy Orbison song I have ever heard... Was there. I was <laughs> But I will also say uh, to the listeners at home and to uh, and to Steve, who knows uh, Chris, he lives in his own little world. Yes. And uh, reality... Would you like Used to be it? a friend of his. Used to be. <laughs> but his father did drugs in the womb. So, um... Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, drugs in the womb? Absolutely. <laughs> the other thing I would say to Walk Hard... Song title? <laughs> it's one of the soundtrack songs. Uh, that uh, is, you absolutely do have to stay to the very end. Because it is one of the best post-credit jokes I've ever seen. So, I mean, Timmy Meadows is awesome. Tim Meadows is fantastic. I love Tim Meadows. All right. So, uh, you know, we've got no television news because there's no... Except that we do get Lost. Most of Lost had been filmed. January 31st. January 31st. So, Goodson, who was very concerned that we weren't ever going to know what was happening... Did you guys see the trailer? We're only getting, Online? Eight, we're only getting eight episodes. So, I was still in the first season on DVD. So, you know, I don't care. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it's 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 still it's something. It's better than nothing. It's not as good as American Gladiators with Hulk Hogan and Lula <laughs> Ali. I may have to beg to differ. <laughs> they could wind up. On the I, you know, I'm not pieces. sure, but I'm taking. I'm, I'm just going out on a limb, <laughs> and that limb would be your beefy oak tree of an arm. Okay. They would be. It would be better if they brought back Nitro. Do you have any quick wrestling updates for us? Only a couple. Um, very good pay-per-view this weekend. Uh, Judgment Day, Backlash, whatever it is. Armageddon. Armageddon. Um, Ragnarok. Was was an entertaining little pay-per-view. Uh, no injuries out of it, which is good to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of folks are coming Except back. my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at my wallet. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Uh, Bobby Lashley's coming back uh, within the next month. Sweet. So that's good. Um, other than that... Injuries are starting to tail down. That's been a very big problem. Is that because they're all off the juice? <laughs> uh, that's probably more than a little bit of it. Um, and the the Mitchell report actually did mention some of the players in the WWE steroid scandals. So it, it's troubling. But uh, TNA has been doing 
completely average stuff, and I've been barely noticing. But Ring of Honor is supposedly getting an hour TV show on Versus, a channel nobody gets or even fewer people watch, um, that could be their big breakout finally because they've been presenting the best wrestling in the world for four or five years now, and no one's got a chance to see it. Like last year, they uh, they won the CMA Award for Best Album. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Shut up, Derek. Okay. Hey. <laughs> but uh, an interesting, actually, thing, um, we've got some MMA coming up here in the Bay Area. Oh! Um, the beautiful San Jose Arena, I believe it's March... 24th, a uh, big old thing. Is it Strike Force? It's Strike Force. Uh, Tito Santana and uh, Rick Martel. Yes, they're awesome. going to be going at it. MMA, it's going to be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe it is Kung Lee versus Frank Shamrock is on the card for that. And Kung Lee is the big Bay Area, San Jose, uh, Vietnamese fan, uh, kick butt fighter. Didn't Kylie Minogue play him in Street Fighter? That was Chung Lee. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I love that movie. Was a great way. You know, I can't get her out of my mind to go out. Mm. Um, but more importantly, out of your head, <laughs> I can't get her out of my head. <laughs> but more importantly, <laughs> I hope I hope you're clever enough to just punch that one in. Okay, um, can we just move you know along? that Kylie Minogue? I can't get yeah. her out of my head. <laughs> I know. Well, that's good because just next week she's going to be on the Doctor Who Christmas episode. What? <laughs> yes, you knew that. When's yeah, that going to make it to the U.S.? Uh, 20 uh, minutes care. after it ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have our ways. Uh, we've already got uh, Jamie Kelwick from uh, the BBC in Humberside. Uh, we'll be writing oh, the yeah. review on the 26th. So uh, we've, we've got coverage ready. And I've already got it queued because there are a number of people who already set up slots for it and will start immediately. <laughs> Not that I... We don't condone these Condone, no, you, you know too much. Hush, we don't say specifically things like that. I won't say anything about Emule or Glock. Or no, don't! <laughs> you know, just today, there was a huge DVD counterfeiting ring busted yeah. in San Jose. So, be careful. What are you doing here? Yeah, but weren't they... Uh, but weren't I was only a shopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, that's actually going to be big business, too, now, uh, which is very entertaining. DVD counterfeiting or DVD busting counter- them? Those big business and busting Well, both, them. actually. Uh, DVD counterfeiting, they were saying something like 12% of American DVDs are counterfeit, and that includes ones that come from places like Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. And they're all, really? sold, that they're all sold in Manhattan. Yeah, that distributors are corner. actually being sold at a discount counterfeit DVDs, hmm. and they're then distributing them to their customers. Interesting. Well. Wacky. We would not condone that. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. The uh, rest of y'all could. You know what I do condone? What's that? The Nerdcore calendar. Hey, tell us more. No, that's really, I think we just need to say. Is this something I could get for a Christmas present? It is something you could get for it a is, Christmas It is, but I don't want to promote it because they haven't sent me my promo copy yet. So, uh, <laughs> if yeah. they're listening. www.nerdcore.com. If you're over 18, check it out. If you're not, are those a good looking product? The pictures are, but you haven't seen the whole thing, have no, you? No, I haven't. Oh, so how can you say it's a good product? Uh, I don't you know. Check out the, oh, it gets really. Ouch. Gee, I just got uh, your credibility. You got pwned. <laughs> I got called. Uh, my credibility got called in the carpet by Lon Lopez. Around this table, your credibility yeah. is shot. Wow, you ain't going nowhere. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh my God! It's like having Vince McMahon tell me I no. I don't know. <laughs> tell you where to inject. <laughs> it's like Stephanie McMahon telling me I need some writing help. You know. Uh, so he reads my column. Oh dang it! <laughs> it's just, Okay, Are like we you. done yet? Can we get Chinese food? No, we need Chinese food. So we're hungry, except... What? I'd like to uh, promote uh, egg rolls and some chicken wings and some... Yay! Coffee. I'm there. So, you know, we're hungry. So this, uh, we're from uh, Elusive Comics Games 2725 Buckman Real Suite 105 Santa Clara, California. This is the tightest thing we've ever done. If, you, yeah. if, if you've got any comments, criticisms, you said, hey, I went to Nerdcore and I'm offended, write in at editor at fanboyplanet.com. And, uh, Steve, you want to make a plug for Baycon already? When is Baycon this year, 2008? Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend, 2008, <laughs> the Santa Clara Convention Center? And Convention Hyatt? Uh, Hilton. Yeah. Hyatt, Santa Clara Hyatt. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Big so hotel. Santa Clara. We'll be there. there. We'll be there. We're starting the publicity now because it's going to be big. Five it's months from now. Huge. Five months from now, Chris Garcia is going to be huge. And I mean that because we're going to be eating the pizza and the wings right now. So Damn straight. Damn straight. So, uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Across from me, moral compass and sound engineer, 
Rick. You Wait for it. Bastard. Boo! <laughs> Brett Snyder. Boo, Schneider. Uh, <laughs> our lovely guest commentator, Chris Garcia. It was a lovely time sidetracking, y'all. Uh, and, uh, and Lon Lopez is not here. He's already gone to get food. Jesus. And uh, Michael Gritson has uh, gone to also get some pizza. So, I'm uh, the Gritson. <laughs> I'm <Kermit> the <laughs> Hi-ho. I'm uh, ready for the dark night to please come to the theaters and play now. I'm very excited. But speaking as a theater queer, I really enjoyed Sweeney Todd. <laughs> so... <laughs> Remember, use your powers only for good. Boom! <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Lukeski at www.lukeski.com. And a half. And the way to do it was that apparently in the original series, and I totally forgotten, that when the Just a Lot of Animals discovered that um, the that there were comic books being published in on Earthsea of their adventures, they sued to have it stop. Okay. So even though they could not communicate... They knew <laughs> Captain Kirk realized that if he wrote and draw, drew an issue of of just a lot of animals, published it and sold one copy, the lawyers from Earth three and a half C and a half would be there and and there thus open the plane so they they could communicate and get the team over. <laughs> Nothing can stop those lawyers. Nothing can stop the attorney. Uh, <laughs> okay. Great. Then I would just oh, go you want to hear some sad news? Yeah, yes. <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> Can't be that sad. Our cover girl? Yeah? She's pregnant. Oh, that's sad. Our cover girl was Jamie Lynn Spears? No, not Jamie Lynn Spears. Luscious whatever her name was. She had a name? I don't know. I don't remember. You, you hired her. I know. But I'm just saying that... Her name was Luscious. I don't remember. <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, so enjoy that little card, because she's probably done. <laughs> well, that, Career's over. I didn't do, you know think, what, do you know the card he's you talking mean, about? You mean to go on this, in the kilt type skirt? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, the flyers. Yeah. Uh-huh. The That's so cute, the kilt type skirt. You mean the so Catholic, Catholic school? Catholic school. school. Let's just be honest okay. about it. Okay. I, yeah. The card that I wasn't sure whether to leave lying around. Yeah, or. you've been probably yeah. married a long time, and decided <laughs> to put that particular fetish away. Uh, the movie, I thought they were setting something up that was going to be interesting, which was. He makes Wait, a statement. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. We don't want to spoil it for anybody. I've seen Omega Man. Yeah, it's, it's different though, right? It's different because it's different. early in the movie he says they've lost all human. I behavior. thought the same thing. And then they set it's the in trap. No, I know. In yeah, my review, I, I the in same my re- thing. In my review, I alluded to and that. And you've got the guy who's, I, who's actually leading the group. I said I obviously. had a problem with that. That was Dash Mihawk. Why bother to get... And you cut that out of the podcast, too. I was bummed out. Oh. Why uh, <laughs> Why bother casting... <laughs> yeah, I cut that part out. <laughs> why bother casting an actor like that, then totally CGing him, Yeah. and then giving it nothing... And, and I felt that was undeveloped. I thought for the sure tension. at the end he was going to say something to him, like, you've been killing us, or something like that. Yeah, that, well, I, well I, but see, we were, we were predisposed to go towards Matheson's ending. Yeah. And so, I, while I was satisfied with the explanation they came up with for the title, I, I was bothered by, the, by that thing. It's like... It was a huge plot flaw that he said that, but the tension of the film was so great that I was that it, it was like it was more like it, it was over, and I went, "Wait a minute!" He set a trap. They were yeah. clearly mm-hmm. learning, and they he never made, went back to it, except to say that you know, well, he's a viro- virologist and not an anthropologist, and what the hell does he really know about? It's not like they brought in Ashley Montague or Robert. But Ardrey. he made the observation. I know. Well, I know. the other thing too is is that she as, an, as a virologist, but they were I'm smart enough to follow <laughs> him back. Okay, first of all. She drove him back to the house, and yeah. they had a couple days for him to heal, or maybe a day, maybe 24 hours or whatever. I think it was just the next, that night. I think it was that night. Okay, yeah. well, if they fall, I mean, it was like, then they, I guess they didn't come out during the day, but then at night they came back 
and attacked. I'm like, right. So they have smart enough to smell the blood. Yeah, they were following the blood trail. That was the thing because he was just washing down the spreading water. That's what that was water. I don't know what it was. I thought it was something because he poured it on his jacket too. Something to kill the. I thought it was like a weird pheromone repellent or something. Yeah, that could have been explained as well. You know, additional. Yeah, that was never explained. DVD release. What? That was that's going to be additional footage in the DVD. Sure. And then I had two things. The first thing was, did anybody else find the chick one he had hostage kind of hot? Anybody? Okay, it was just me. Anyways, and then the second thing was... Dude. And granted, this is my just... If we see you trolling cancer wards, I'm going to be so upset with you. She was healthy. But anyways... um, In what way? She was a fast breather. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. She got a fever of 105. All right, baby. She was a warm body. That's all Lauren cares about. (laughs) That was the other thing, too. These breeder people... Don't just microwave an apple pie. They had, like, Hulk syndrome, where they would, like, run around naked except for their little, you know... Like, she had little cut-off tank top and the, you know, the Daisy Dukes. And I'm like, well, if they were complete savages, they'd just be running around naked, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. that was kind of lame. But that wasn't my second thing. My second thing was, and this is just my geek, you know, geekness looking for more. No, you have no geekness anymore. He was a a virologist or whatever. Right. And he he had these different strains of the virus that killed them instantly. Mm -hmm. So why didn't he weaponize that? You know what I mean? Like... You know what I mean? Like, because then that's actually uh, he wasn't trying to kill them. Because if True, he killed them, but then he couldn't cure them. If right? He, if he but thought he could have defended himself better, no, because because it would have been that would have attached itself to the virus that transformed them in the first place, become airborne, and then they all would have died. That's just, that's the risk he couldn't take. Hmm, they explained. They that's did, a good explanation that they didn't give in the movie. But I, I don't feel that as a huge leap. Yeah, but. Because he he did in dialogue say that when when the, he did not think anyone was left. Yeah. Oh, so he wanted to say he didn't want to kill him. He he wanted to say that he wanted to restore yeah. humanity, and he thought he was the last man. Actually, I thought that was kind of cool that he kept he had that one patient there, and he kept on reusing her. Although I did think it was kind of dumb at the same time because you need to clean anytime you do scientific tests like that you want to start from a known yeah. zero state but he didn't so change he didn't, he didn't try a new strain on her though right remember he cooled her down to see he cooled her down and he, did, and he did inject something new oh yeah. did he yeah oh okay but uh, like we know about science here's my what explanation are we doing? well Rick might um the ex- my, my explanation and it's not a defense it's actually an attack is that um there was a really good script that Akiva Goldsman rewrote. And Akiva Goldsman is the highest paid hack writer <laughs> in the business. Batman or yeah. And, yeah. The other thing I didn't get. He should never have been allowed to work in the industry again after that. Have you that. seen? He's like an a, Oscar winner. There's a 17-minute clip on YouTube that you can you can you can find that is all the all the bad scenes out of Batman and Robin all one after another after only another. 17 minutes 17 solid minutes mm-hmm. of gut wrenching badness okay life's too short to sit through that film again yeah i had one well, thing do it in 17 minutes no it's still too sh- <laughs> i got better things to do wait i had one other question i'm guessing this is probably from the zoo but where did all the deer come from on yeah, the island? Yeah, they bred. It had been three years. So just from deer life? Yeah. Just from the zoo? Without predators. Well, and well, the lions, With too. very few predators. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That, that I thought was kind of strange. Well, I was okay with that. And then... Three years. That's, well, that's one thing. Why, like, the killing of the wolves is a bad... Has become right. a bad thing because wolves take down the deer... Why you have hunting season controlled is now because deer just go, they proliferate like crazy. Ah. Didn't you see Bambi and rabbits? <laughs> no. I watched a stand-up DVD, and that was the funniest thing. The guy said, I thought it was great, is, is that uh, my mom's name is Bambi. We called her Bambi because she was a stripper, and her and her mother was killed by a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that from a movie? I don't know. I, I think that's the, from a I movie. I saw the stand-up doing it. Is that where the oh, stand-up. Yeah, yeah, um, I've seen a stand-up do it. What's his name? Oh crap! I have the DVD in my in my bag. Mitch Hedberg? No, no. no. Stephen Wright? No, it's a young guy. It, it, um. It's a young guy who's basically is a male Ellen Ellen DeGeneres, except he's really really obscene. And not and not, not Dave Attell? No. 
No, I mean, but but I mean, if you know Ellen DeGeneres' original stand-up style, it's so like stream of consciousness and break off. And I showed it to my kids, my students, who were trying to trying to put together monologues and stuff. And it was just there was this one development of a joke that it was he kept going off that we were. Even I was screaming at the guy, would you just get to the point? Because I knew the bell was going to ring and I wanted to, it was a great setup, was that he actually said, I'm going to, in the middle of something else, he goes, I'm going to do a call forward. Pirates. Okay, about a half hour, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, great, you know, really making us know something about Stan. If this makes it the outtakes, I'm killing you. <laughs> Oh shit! It's Santa. Oh, okay, it's I'll Santa. It <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey, everybody. He walked in like Jesus. He was so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a seat. Let's grab another chair. Yeah, I'll grab another chair. No, oh, I know. Big no, no, fat no, Jesus. Fat Jesus. What's up, brother? As opposed to skinny anorexic Jesus. Wow. Yeah. In the apartment? No. So we can put a plea out there for Chris is homeless. I'm not quite homeless. Anybody have a bridge they'd like to, uh, you know, rent out? I, I could protect a bridge, uh, a small bridge. Dental plate, perhaps. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. Take Jared. it at the bridge. <laughs> Do you have any topics you'd like to discuss this week? A little wrestling, perhaps. A little wrestling would be good. I can do wrestling. You might not know this. I enjoy wrestling. I'll just be the background. Now. Yes. <laughs> now it's like we have a studio audience. Ah, yeah. filmed in front of a live studio um, audience. Oh, there was some movie stuff too. Um, no. What about Mr. your Ed. Speed There's Racer a Mr. Ed movie? What? Your Speed Racer poster. Speed Racer poster. What about the Speed Racer poster? Well, were we going to talk about it? Is it worth saying that I just keep having fangasm after fangasm when? Um, but you just said you were not going to push it. He said that. I oh, said okay. it's worth. I don't want to push it until okay. I get product. Uh, push it real push good. It. They promised us both uh, product. Product? We've not received Pretty product. Pretty fly for a white guy, huh? He's not He's not white. Man. I'm white. <laughs> yeah. He, oh. <laughs> You're not fly. <laughs> I said push it. Unless push you it think. Real good. Really? Okay. You might not know it. That was a song. Shoot, yeah. shoot. I have that album. I actually do there have that. Wow. Salt. Mm. Wow, I'm watching the t- whole table discuss the merits of Salt and Pepper album. That's great. Salt and Pepper. Mm. Not salt and pepper. <laughs> okay, it's manga. It's Japanese. Damn manga. Come here, taking all our jobs. All right, are we going to rock this town? Rock it inside out or what? 